0: so i have seen this movie can i put my letterbox review from it
1: Uh, absolutely because i have
0: seen this this is where like the devil's kind of thick right he's like a big boy he's like the devil is
1: thick and it's tim curry yeah 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 Yeah.
0: okay i've seen legend okay let's see what you thought about it last time because i have a very funny uh story about this i just keep forgetting it's this movie
1: oh well i'm excited to hear it we're watching legend i haven't seen this movie since i was a child but i remember enjoying it as a child you saw
0: this as a child yeah devil freak you out no this is a lot about you
1: it does that's correct
0: okay what did I say I may not be able to say I
1: can't it. imagine that you liked it
0: oh wait hold on
1: I see the star rating
0: <laughs> yeah you've seen the star rating yeah so I so I'm not gonna say the star rating because obviously we're about to watch this and
1: Let's just say I was correct in all of my assumptions in this podcast and prior where I said he's not going to like so it. So I
0: did this thing on my letterbox mm-hmm. where I went through all my – look, here's the deal. The internet, you write shit in stone. You say something, it's out there forever unless you delete it and it has no optics on it. You know what I mean? I think yeah. we have the same, right? And even
1: then, some people know how to dig into the internet back yeah. brain and they'll find it even if you deleted it, which – like the concept of that scares me, but then I'm like, I've never, yeah, I've not said anything. I barely tweeted in high school, and it was almost always about like my school and my teachers. So, not really worried about it.
0: I, on the other hand, I don't talk shit on any platform, but letterboxed.
1: What a choice.
0: And I did a like a deep cleanse uh, a couple years ago for certain movies I did not necessarily like. This movie I did not like. I saw this, okay, I saw this in the height of like the like the early day peak height of COVID, like the summer of twenty twenty.
1: What what led you to this path?
0: Okay, I had nothing to do. I just moved downtown to the city, and obviously movie theaters were like struggling really hard. Mm -hmm. So Screenland Armor, shout out Screenland Armor, they're playing all these Older movies because there was nothing coming out from the studios. So I was like, this is great. I'll get like a $10 ticket because they also were like, tickets were kind of lower than usual. I'll get a $10 ticket and I'll just go and watch whatever they're playing. So they programmed like Aaron Brockovich and the Stalker in 2001, like all these good classic movies. And they programmed Legend. And it was like me and eight other guys that are probably just as bored as I am. In the height of the summer of 2020s, like political and racial and economic tensions in America, and I'm just sitting there watching Legend, and I'm like, is this really what the world has come to? And I just, I'm excited.
1: That is a setting. That is a situation. Yeah. Um, Do you know if you saw like the original US cut or the director's cut?
0: I think I saw the director's cut.
1: Okay. I was going to say... Everybody has said that the director's cut is much better than the U.S. cut. So I'm going to see if we can watch that.
0: Is there really that much of a difference? Have you seen both?
1: No, I've never seen the director's cut. I've only seen the U.S. cut as a child, but I was a child. So I was like, there are unicorns. I'm having a great time.
0: I can't believe the devil didn't freak you out. What freaked you out when you were a kid, like in movies? Body stuff? You still get freaked out about that.
1: Yeah, I still don't like body stuff. Um,
0: I don't have an appetite for that either. I'm very.
1: I don't know. I don't remember being freaked out by a lot. Jaws freaked me out, obviously.
0: Really, Jaws yeah. never freaked me out.
1: Yeah, they freaked me out, but I saw it when I was like 11. So
0: you know what scared the fucking shit out of me? I may have talked about it on like before. Like, I still remember I couldn't sleep for three days. Was when I saw The Dark Knight and I saw, like the Joker.
1: Really? Because I was
0: ten. When that movie came out. I was maybe eleven. I, I think I was ten. Thinking? Which is like a.
1: Yeah, because that came out in what twenty thirteen. No, oh eight. Oh yeah, we were eleven.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it came out in the summer, so I was like 10, 11. I, it, yeah. it was around that that cutoff year, but or that cutoff month. Um, but dude, I can still remember this day. The bank robbery scene. Well, also that movie is just like, not that it's scary. It's just so intense for a yeah. fucking fifth grader, fourth, no, fourth grader. Yeah. And I saw an IMAX in like a packed house. How? My, I think the movie's PG-13 won and they didn't go to fucking Missouri. And my uh, friend's mom took us. So it was uh, me and my friend, my I was going to
1: say, I cannot imagine that either of your parents were sitting around going, yeah, let's take him.
0: Oh, my dad didn't. Give. My dad showed me Full Metal Jacket when I was like nine. He showed me a lot of shit I when I like was that young. That explains something
1: about you psychologically.
0: He was like, I asked him recently. I'm like, do you remember showing me Full Metal Jacket? Because he's, you know, it's like your dad. He's like has selective amnesia. I'm like, do you remember showing I think me? That's
1: every dad. Yeah.
0: Do you remember showing me Full Metal Jacket? And he goes, Yeah. And I, he like smiled like that. and I was like, Why would you? It's like, oh that was a good movie. My mom like loved The Shining. My mom would show me the shit. Like my parents just showed me a lot of shit that, no, it wasn't yeah. guarded.
1: I my parents didn't, so I like I don't think I saw The Dark Knight until really. Yeah, probably until I was in high school. It was the first time I saw it. So by then I was like, it's isn't that scary? Good movie,
0: but not scary. My yeah. God, I can still remember seeing his face in IMAX. Well, that and then you're like 10 and you're looking up at an IMAX screen of the Joker doing the fucking pencil thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that would do a number on you.
0: Yeah. I was actually, the first time I visited Chicago, I was here when they were filming that movie. I remember watching it. Ooh. Yeah. That's sick. I I
1: remember, God, it's so weird to think that we were like so close and yet so far away because I remember hearing about all of the shooting down here really or that yeah because it was like a big topic of discussion whenever a big movie comes into chicago the suburbs talk about it <laughs> they're all like because everybody's dad comes home and it's like the fucking traffic today from whatever whatever like
0: now it's chicago fire so what
1: i didn't get the joke
0: tv show chicago fire oh there you go
1: see we've got too many fires here i was like are you talking We're about doing. the soccer team or oh, the no. actual fire from chicago the 1900s chicago,
0: what's the what's the hosp anyways yeah yeah, yeah. i always yeah. forget that yeah i love it we should direct a couple episodes of chicago fire or chicago pd
1: oh yeah let's just call somebody up <laughs> let's just do we'll that the guys yeah uh yeah i'm excited to watch this again
0: I can't believe you. Well.
1: I'm a fantasy girl. We know this. You are not a fantasy man.
0: Are you really a fantasy girl? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like as you get older, you're not.
1: No, I just don't talk about it.
0: (laughs) You're closeted.
1: I don't. Listen, I'm in the middle of a full Doctor Who rewatch right now. But there are just certain circles. No, by myself. There are just certain circles I don't talk about that in. Because I know you don't care. It's okay. It's fine. I know there are things in your life Get that you don't tell it, me yeah. because, you know, I just don't care.
0: Yeah, all the, oh, I'm just going to make a really racy joke. <laughs> Never mind. I forget my you mom was doing this. To this. Hi, Mal. There's a certain line. What are we drinking?
1: We're drinking Dark and Stormies. Didn't we... Do did we have this before somewhere? We've had this drink together before, but I don't think we've done it on the pod.
0: Where do we... Fuck, the first time I drank this, I drank this with you. I don't remember... It was in San Francisco the, for sure. I remember laughing at the name. I was like.
1: Yeah. Because I went through a period of time where I was drinking a lot of Dark and stormies. Really? I went through a rum period and it was. You did. Was I remember something. that. Yeah. I
0: remember that period. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we're revisiting it today because it's a good drink.
0: I remember being in that apartment that you and Gab had.
1: The. Cooking
0: broccoli or popcorn or oh, some God. fucking snack. Yeah. Or like a bag of something. Didn't you have a phase where you were eating, like, kettle corn or stuff when you got drunk? No, pickles. You showed me... Um, a pickleback? Picklebacks are great. No, like, the literal... What's the brand of pickles that you love? Claussen.
1: Yeah, baby. Uh, the first
0: time I had a Claussen, I was drunk out of my mind.
1: The best time to have one. Hanging
0: over the fridge, and you were like, have this. And it was so crisp. Ugh.
1: If you are a pickle person, and you've never had a Claussen pickle, go... But they're they're not cheap all right if you're a Vlasic girl going from the gla- Vlasic price point to the Claussen price point a is a little bit of a is jump.
0: slimy but a Claussen is
1: it's so crispy. much better you yeah. it's you'll never go back.
0: No and you shouldn't.
1: No they're so good go get a Claussen pickle. I've never tried the Grillo's pickles but I've heard those are good too.
0: I've heard those are really good too. I think those I are had... a little
1: pricier than Claussen, which is why I haven't made the jump.
0: You also like some drunk. I can only eat pickles with you when I'm drunk because when I'm, when I'm with my other friends, McKenna is the person. We were we were fucked up and we were in her apartment, <laughs> and Liberty was doing cartwheels or something. She loves to do that whenever she's drunk. Anyways, <laughs> she's certainly listening to the podcast and she can hear that. Um,
1: oh god.
0: McKenna's like, I got some pickles, and it was Grillo's pickles, and aren't those the ones that come in like the clear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she opens her fridge, and we're both standing over, and we're, I'm like, let's eat something. And she opens the lid, and it's like a fucking science experiment. It's like things are growing out of yeah. it. And we both went, yeah, tossed it. Damn. Yeah.
1: How long were they in there that the pickles went nasty? It's
0: McKenna's fridge. There, I think there's like a Domino's pizza box with like, you know, fungi growing out of the fungi. That's, on the left, like pizza. Anyways. That's very concerning yeah
1: anyway you'll never find moldy pickles in my house no i didn't even know that was a thing yeah i was gonna say they don't last Mm. long enough there's no shot you think i have that kind of restraint no i it's a problem this is why i can't keep them in the house because otherwise my sodium sodium levels would be so high yeah i'd have a heart attack i'd give myself a heart attack so every once in a while as a treat especially in the summer
0: yes should we go watch it
1: Yeah, we might have to take a trip now and go buy some pickles to eat during the movie because now we've talked about them too much and I... Really? We might. Um, But for those of you who have never seen this movie, let me give you a synopsis before we go. Also, the ingredients of a dark and stormy, if you want to make one for yourself, Mm. it's really simple. It's just dark rum, ginger beer, and lime juice. Why is it spicy? (laughs) You
0: love that joke. Because it always makes Liberty laugh.
1: Well, then it's a good one to tell. Legend is about a young man who must stop the Lord of Darkness from destroying daylight and marrying the woman he loves. Starring Tom Cruise. And
0: Jennifer Mia... Yeah.
1: No, it's Sloane from Ferris. Oh. Mia Sala?
0: God, I had a fat I crush her on her name? when I was a kid.
1: Yeah. Mia Sarah.
0: God, she was. Oh my Tom
1: Cruise, Mia Sarah and Tim Curry.
0: I remember I. Directed uh, by Ridley Scott. Mind. I'll tell you something off here. about. Anyways. It's all that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Anyways. All so right. You watch a movie. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Roll the tape. I've been doing a one-man podcast show since you've been in the bathroom.
1: How was it, everybody? Should I retire?
0: I bet you can't guess what I'm about to say about this movie. You actually can't guess what I'm about to say about this movie because it is true. I did watch the director's cut for context for the first time I saw this. I don't know why I'm so cold. You are so cold.
1: I am. I brought the blanket over with Basie
0: was a little chilly. Um, yeah. But I've had a much different viewing experience. Okay? Okay. Should we go for it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Three. One.
1: So your rating didn't change at all.
0: But I had, well.
1: <laughs> he had a different It would be a one experience. and a half, but I'm
0: trying to get away from halves because I want to be... Uniform, you know what I mean?
1: But it doesn't deserve a two.
0: Two is a stretch for me.
1: <laughs> I will say, I didn't remember much about this plot. And it's it's not great.
0: Not much to remember. No. I get why. Why, why The Middleman 3?
1: Because it's beautiful. Listen, if you want just a really beautiful movie to put on in the background, I think this is a great one.
0: That is shocking to me that you think that. I, I, I think just, I don't know is why.
1: Gorgeous. I think the, the styling, the hair, mm-hmm. makeup, costumes, the set design is stunning. I don't even think you can argue with that. It's a gorgeous movie. And I like the performances. I think Mia Sara does a good job. Yeah. Tim Curry obviously does a good job. <laughs> I like Tom Cruise in this.
0: Dumbly he is Daddy. giving
1: a shockingly little amount to do. Cruise, yeah,
0: yeah, for for the type of actor that he is, yeah,
1: yeah, which he was twenty three at the time, so like this was pretty early days for him.
0: Yes, was this pre risky business? That's kind of when he. It had
1: to be after because I think this came out in eighty four.
0: Ridley, I mean, even Ridley Scott. This is eighty five. Okay, so
1: this is.
0: Around that time, at least
1: one year before Top Gun Maverick, not Maverick. One year before Top Gun, the OG, and at two years after The Outsiders and Risky Business.
0: So at the beginning, and, yeah. and Ridley Scott is really at the beginning of his rise too. Here,
1: yeah. Like where Blade does this Runner, fall in him? In I think his... Blade
0: Runner came out like maybe eighty one. It definitely wasn't the 70s, sometime in the early 80s. But. Let's see. He's got so many now.
1: <laughs> Love that for him. It just takes forever to scroll through.
0: He didn't really pop off until he was in his 40s. I find that insane to me.
1: That gives me so much hope. Every time that comes up, I'm like. Really? Thank God. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I always feel like I'm running out of time. I feel like I'm going to die do. tomorrow, and so I'm constantly like, "Well, I haven't done enough."
0: Well, shall we let, let's cut the the movie chit chat? Let's get into <laughs> that a little dead lane. Uh,
1: before this, he had directed Alien and Blade Runner.
0: Okay, so he's he's. I mean, yeah, he directed two of the biggest movies, but still, relatively speaking, in the context of time, that was the rise of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always forget he did Alien. I always think John Carpenter you... did Alien.
1: No, baby.
0: Isn't that weird? No.
1: Oh, that's a Ridley movie through and through. I love that movie. Unrelated. Um, and I don't dislike the directing this. I think really where, and when you dig into the trivia of this movie, you it makes a lot more sense. The script that they went into shooting with mm-hmm. was a lot more deep and metaphorical and much denser. Yeah. And then through the editing process, they had like a two and a half hour movie, which I won't comment on because you don't need me to. You know how I feel about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought this was funny. I read this to you while we were watching it. But I guess at one of the screenings of that cut, there were some stoner attendees and Ridley overheard some of their comments and it had him second guessing himself. So then he cut it down to an hour and thirty eight which is the cut that we watched, which is the U.S. cut. And everybody's always said, like, the director's cut is much more meaty. But I don't even think the director's cut is the two-and-a-half-hour version. I think the director's cut clocked in at two
0: hours. It was two-something. Because I remember when I saw it, I I remember it was, like, ungodly long. This is fine. I don't... this Having seen both versions, this is way better.
1: Yeah, I think...
0: Have you seen the director's cut?
1: I have not. And I would like to. Yeah. I feel like the, you can definitely tell that there was a lot that they left on the cutting room floor in this version. Yeah. Because you're going from like beat to beat in really rapid succession. And there's
0: not a lot of. I think it works though.
1: Blend in between how we get there. Yeah. You know, and then you get to the end and like, I think there was a setup at one point for why the ending made sense, but it just doesn't really land because it kind of ends in a, and it was all a dream kind of way. Like not fully because they acknowledge that it did happen, but it's like because they succeeded in their quest to defeat darkness, none of it ever really happened. And it's just a little confusing. And I feel like it probably made more sense in other versions of the cut.
0: Yeah. But it's
1: still fun. And it's still so pretty. It's so pretty.
0: I'm surprised you think it's so pretty. I think it's so pretty. I just would never thought that you would have. I know you like fantasy, but.
1: I love fantasy. And you know what? I, if you're going to do an Enchanted Forest movie, which is essentially what this is, make yeah. the forest look enchanted. Yeah, girl. This looks enchanted. I yeah, believe girl. it. You Unicorns pop up in this and I'm like, yeah, for sure. I believe Not that unicorns they would up, live there.
0: They're like the heartbeat of the plot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I do think and this I wish they had been able to incorporate more into this cut but there is a very clear play with the idea of innocence and sin mm-hmm. that like is touched on but it's not really delved into and you just I just know that they had so much playing with that theme in other cuts of this movie that I think I would have really enjoyed but yeah we just kind of get the glossed over version of it in this.
0: Well, the director's cut really doesn't, what, at least from what I remember seeing it like three years ago, it doesn't, there was just, it's a director's cut. I mean, it's the typical, so much shit is going on, you need to cut it down type of thing. Mm-hmm. It They didn't really play with that as much as you would hope, at least from my recollection of it.
1: See, and I feel like this is a movie That Mm -hmm. you could remake. If you were going to remake a movie. I agree. This is one that has a wealth of source material. Yeah. That you could really dig into and play with.
0: Because you want to remake the misses, not the hits. Yes. The the misses that have a lot of potential. Yes. Yeah.
1: The misses that aren't like god awful. Yeah. But just could have been executed better if you went in with a different idea of it. Right. And... I think this would be a fun one to remake.
0: Timothy Chalamet stars as Tom Cruise's part.
1: I would love to see literally anybody else, but you're Why not. Why is he, that? Timmy's getting his fantasy bag with Dune. I don't need to really see him be a little forest child.
0: What about you know? as a young William Wonka?
1: I'm. We don't need to get into that. I'm so not excited for that movie. But that's really that's unrelated to Timothy.
0: He's getting paid nine million for that
1: yeah whatever um, i why do we need another willy Won- we've had what we there was a willy wonka remake in our childhood
0: i saw this uh youtube short or the youtube version of whatever that youtube thing is That youtube reels the version their version of tiktok yeah Of yeah, johnny yeah. depp talking about how he figured out the voice to that it's so fucking funny i need to send it to you please he was yeah it's so funny like, it's like i was trying to figure out how he would talk it, as you know, I just saw Sleepy Hollow. The way that guy can control his voice.
1: Okay, let's sidebar for a moment.
0: Sleepy Hollow.
1: I love that movie. Yes, yes You yes. had never seen it before.
0: I was waiting for it to come on streaming because I really, really wanted to see it. But I also was like, I'm not going to like, no.
1: Okay, don't bury the lead. What did you think?
0: I liked it. Yeah, it's a good one. It was not at all what I was expecting. I'm realizing more and more about you that you have a crush on Christina Ritchie. And I don't know the dimensions to it, but I know it's there.
1: Correct. Who doesn't? There's a lot there. Who doesn't?
0: Yeah, but you're head of the fan club. I definitely do. I forgot how much I, when I was a kid, how big of my crush how big my crush was on Christina Ritchie when I was a kid, when I saw Casper.
1: Oh, yeah. Her Dude. and Casper. All the girls that Her I know. Her is Wednesday.
0: Oh, Wednesday is one of my OG. Yes. Which if you look at my dating history, it, it makes, makes sense. so much sense. It makes sense. Um, God. Yeah, Christina I love Ritchie's Christina great. Ritchie. Christina
1: Ritchie and Yellow Jackets?
0: Christina Ritchie's.
1: Babes, if you haven't seen Yellow Jackets,
0: Christina Ritchie's season two banging. just ended. I say that respectfully. I mean, no disrespect. She is a smoke show to this day.
1: She's also She's just so such a fun actress. Yeah. Like the roles that she chooses and then what she chooses to do with those. Because she always takes these kind of offbeat characters. Yeah. But then she she throws them just even more slightly offbeat mm-hmm. in a way that is so unsettling but so fun.
0: Who is your favorite I'm Yellow obsessed. Jackets actress, not character actress?
1: Oh, how dare you ask me? I, I literally love them all. Okay, but pick one can't
0: put them in the forest of portland or oregon (laughs) wherever the fuck they are shoot them all one's living who is it um you personally love melanie linsky probably i was
1: gonna say i love melanie linsky there's something with
0: it's like me and who i also love in terms of actresses you're gonna be so much shit probably you're like that makes so much sense, Mary Tyler Moore. I fucking love Mary Tyler oh, yeah. Moore.
1: No, you've told me that before.
0: Oh my god, they're doing this documentary. Fucking finally, finally, somebody give her her goddamn legacy. <laughs> She's a fucking legend. They're doing a documentary on her on HBO Max or Max. Max. Um, finally though, and it's coming out. The trailer just dropped. I'm so excited. She, I fucking love Mary Tyler Moore. He's the best. Hell yeah! Yeah. Anyways, I like Sleepy Hollow. I'm glad. I, I think Legend is. It's just like not my thing, but even though it's one star, there's a lot of things in this that are. In. What's the word? I think it's very interesting to watch from a uh, like a film buff perspective. Because it feels very of its time and like a microcosm of its time. Like you really – there are movies where I don't necessarily like them. So some part of me kind of tunes out. and I'm just like watching it not to be entertained because I'm like I'm not going to be entertained by this. But I'm just – you know, like I love movies. So I'm just watching them to kind of like see culturally what is it saying. Because mm-hmm. I do believe like every movie is a cultural touch point in some ways even if it's trying not to be. Most good ones aren't trying to be. Um, and I just kept thinking throughout the watching this movie, this is so fucking eighties, like you couldn't make yeah. this movie in the seventies, you couldn't make it in the nineties. this is so specifically like that time and place, yeah, that what people would what mass audiences would find entertaining,
1: which I don't think this movie did well, but.
0: No, but like I could only see it being made then. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The Tangerine Dream soundtrack really just.
0: Dude, what is up with everybody just loving? I mean, I love Tangerine Dream, but they were hot take about Tangerine Dream. They were used in so many movies they shouldn't be used in. Like so many directors and producers wanted a Tangerine Dream score and no business being there.
1: Like what? Like can you think of any off the top of your head?
0: not that i yes but i'm not gonna say it on air okay fair because they're hot takes and it's me talking shit so i'm trying to get better at like not doing that while i'm drinking <laughs> into a microphone at least
1: fair enough i i do like them in this movie though i think it's very fitting i do think it's interesting that the two movies we've watched that i'll say have had one them, sorcerer
0: okay anyways please
1: <laughs> i don't think i've ever seen that
0: you haven't seen sorcerer no oh Who's my fucking that? god it's so good um Roy Scheider is the lead.
1: Is it Scheider or Schneider?
0: It's Scheider. I always I'm
1: forget. That it's
0: him for and three other guys, and they're taking a cargo truck, I think with drugs, across like South America. It's a William Freakin movie. And I love that movie. But
1: Gallons I, of Nitroglycerin.
0: That's it. It's not drugs. Yeah.
1: All right. I don't think i've
0: ever that movie seen is this fucking brilliant but i don't know if tangerine dreams scored it or if they're just like certain parts it should not have been
1: yeah they're the the only credited composer yeah it is shider i've been saying that wrong for years
0: it's like uh, sorry i played superman everyone say reeves and it's christopher reeve instead of reeves
1: yeah, similar. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just rewrite everything in our head. Legend. Legend.
0: Mia Sarah, Bangin. Absolutely Early gorgeous. Childhood crush. Gorgeous. Early. I think she's
1: like sixteen in this too. She's a baby.
0: Now I. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Listen.
0: Delete. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's the thing. Is that gross? If that was like I saw. Mia Sarah, when I was like eight, had a childhood crush on her.
1: No. You're not saying that you, as the engaged 25-year-old man, would go bang 16-year-old Mia Sarah. So I think you're okay. I want
0: everybody to know (laughs) on this video right now. Yeah.
1: Like, because that would be weird. But she is beautiful in this.
0: Her and Ferris Bueller. I mean, that's like every guy in the Midwest. When I was a kid and I saw that, oh my God.
1: Dude, that's just every person that's ever seen... Jennifer Grey
0: too. Holy, she's great in fucking that.
1: Shit, we're not talking about that movie. We're gonna get so, so many side tracks. We're talking about. We're talking about eighties movies now. Legend, yeah. Well, I just think with eighties movies, we have so much
0: coke room to.
1: Oh well, no,
0: this movie people were. doing Oh coke. for sure,
1: They had to have been. Yeah, I do think it's very interesting. You can tell as you go through this movie, mm-hmm. the like journey of. Ridley Scott in understanding what he wanted to do with this movie. Yeah. Because at the very, very beginning of it, he wanted it to be this kind of like really dark, gory. Yeah. Heavy fantasy adventure. And then he wanted it to be kind of a suspense thriller and then ran it back to kind of just a more traditional adventure. Mm hmm. And I like you. You can really tell, but especially in the opening sequence where we see Tim Curry's darkness for the first time, and like in the background, there's just some brutal torture going on. You're like, this is a tone. Why did to they just set for not the movie. call him
0: Satan? Was there um, a reason for that?
1: Because the the point was like the the sun couldn't rise anymore because they needed oh. it to be dark. So, like, it's not really supposed to be Satan because they're not talking about hell. It's about darkness. He wanted eternal darkness.
0: you think your dad would like this movie? No. you think Dina would? No.
1: I'm sure they've both seen it, though.
0: Yeah. I can see my dad watching this be like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: yeah, He's I feel like, it. like, I'm sure my parents saw this when it came out mm-hmm. and my dad might have liked it then. But I don't if if either of them watched it now, I don't think they'd be into it.
0: There's so much shit specifically in eighties movies that was just excused and also found as entertainment. Like I was thinking about, yeah, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about Roadhouse and Sixteen Candles in the same yeah. podcast, and for wildly different reasons, the fact that those two movies were made in the eighties and mass audiences love them and now we look at them more like what the fuck was what was going people on still
1: love 16 candles Dude. and i really like can't watch it <laughs> i i don't it's i it's think not, to
0: be fair if you were like a kid and you watched 16 candles in the 80s like our parents age, then like i get if they so liked it it's like yeah your grandfathered in there but what the fuck
1: no it's it's rough
0: People are getting like raped in that movie. Yeah. As a and joke. It's, it's,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's played off fully as a joke. And you're like, whoa. Well, and I remember watching that for the first time. And I was solidly in. Uh, solidly in high school, I think. Maybe late middle school. And even then, I was What'd like, you think? oh. Because I'd seen all of the other John Hughes movies before that one. For whatever reason, that was just like the last one that I watched. So I'd seen Breakfast Club and loved that. Yeah, they're all great. All the
0: other ones are great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then I watched 16 Candles and I was like, this is kind of fucked.
0: I don't get...
1: I don't really like this one. (laughs) Because all the
0: other Hughes movies and all those other 80s movies he made, they're so different. I don't get why...
1: I don't know. We'd have to do a whole Hughes deep dive in and of itself
0: to oh get into God. that one. Do a run.
1: And I think it is interesting that they obviously didn't go that route in legend, but there were there's clearly the undertone of like what was gonna happen to Lily if she didn't oh, do yeah. what the devil wanted her to do. Yeah. And like I'm sure in other versions that was more heavily explored. And I'm glad it was not in the final cut.
0: Well, it's also like, at least for this example of a movie, like it's the devil. So. Yeah, we still don't need to see it. We don't need to see it.
1: It still doesn't need to happen.
0: It wasn't. I don't know. I I just think. (sighs) I really want to see a movie as we've talked. I'm not going to give away any ideas. That's damsel in distress typical hero's journey action movie but you flip all the gender roles that would be interesting we're back howdy sorry
1: i'm a little drunker than i thought i was are you really yeah a little bit
0: are you as drunk as tom cruise is high and coke in this movie
1: no i don't think he was i yeah i was gonna say just joking i don't think he was doing anything in this movie he seems very chill
0: weird to see a young tom cruise act in a good way yeah He is, I don't even know if he's that much different.
1: No, No. you can really see like, yeah, there are elements of it that are a little unrefined, but like the core of who he is is always there.
0: Yeah.
1: And it makes sense. It is interesting though, to see him play, like he's clearly playing this character as much younger than he is.
0: Yes, twenty three, and, so, and he's playing. What?
1: I don't think they ever really state the ages, but like he's clearly trying to age himself down so he feels like he's closer to Mia Sarah's age. Yeah, because and it works. Like I, I think it works really she's well.
0: Sixteen in this. Yeah, they seem like they're both twenty three.
1: I would say they both seem like they're eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, because I don't. I, it surprised me that he was twenty three. I was like, that seems
0: old. He fur. looks so young. Yeah. That old Prince of Valiant looking haircut.
1: That's his real hair too. His so hair's really long in this. That and is that's crazy. The longest his hair's ever been on screen.
0: Is our run without giving it away, is it mainly going in order like chronologically of his career? No. No. Okay.
1: No, because I mean collateral was early two thousands.
0: But that's the last of man, right? It's the first of Tom.
1: Yeah. But so it's which... still the first of Tom.
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: Yeah. We are I mean, yeah, from here on out we're gonna go in chronological
0: order. God. It'll be interesting. It will be. We have one specifically I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, the next one. Is that the next one? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh no. I I fully thought you were gonna say the other movie that we're doing for him is the one you're excited about because it's your boy. The next movie we're doing is Magnolia, and I thought that's oh, the one you were going to be really excited
0: about. I, yeah. yeah. I am excited about that. I've, I've seen Magnolia so many fucking times. I know. Finally can talk about BTA. I know. Yes. Me, your dad. A microphone, you. A microphone, Paul Thomas Anderson. I really need to keep it on Cruise, though, because God forbid I just go off in a tangent.
1: I'll, I'll keep you on.
0: There's a lot to talk about with that character, though. I wouldn't know. You haven't seen it? No. You haven't seen Magnolia? No. Are you fucking joking? I was
1: gonna save that for the top of the Magnolia episode. Oh, but Cat's my out of the bag.
0: God. I've never seen it. So are you It'll be fun. Fucking for- oh, Isn't dude. that movie
1: crazy long?
0: It's three hours. And yeah, that's why minutes. I haven't seen it. You know he answered uh one of my questions to him on an AMA one time about Magnolia? Did you cry? I got emotional. I was yeah. in the parking lot of a Walmart when it happened in missouri stay based
1: parking lot of a walmart yeah
0: had to pick up some things
1: being acknowledged by your hero
0: i said when looking back on magnolia would you change anything and he said quote yeah i would chill the fuck out and cut 20 minutes (laughs)
1: godspeed paul maybe maybe you should god i've never seen it i can't i can't talk anything about that movie Except that there's a reason that I didn't ever seek it out on my own. And it's because it's three and a half hours. I'm
0: very excited for you to see it. Oh That's going to be a good. All right.
1: I'm sure we'll have a lot of thoughts. Probably more than we did on Legend. I'd hope. I think we can summarize Legend with... Yeah. Good performances. Yeah. Decent directing. Daddy Devil. Odd storyline. Beautiful design. Mm-hmm. solidly middle ground movie for and me. an
0: average two-star rating for the breovies duo.
1: Yeah. Nice middle ground.
0: Should we recommend the theater? I think we should. <clears throat> so, for this week's theater recommendation, yes, I've been wanting to do this theater for a very long time. How we, don't look, how we organize these things is that we'll do a theater, as you can tell, based off the location of the movie. As this takes place in Fairyland, can't really do that. So, yes. i get to finally do what I want. <laughs> can you guess, uh-huh. with those context clues, what it's, what it's going to be? You've heard the name of this probably two or three times.
1: I was going to say, no, I don't think so. Because I know all your heavy hitters, but we've done all those.
0: The Belcourt Theater. I, don't... I talked about that. In, sorry, shuffling. In Nashville? No. I
1: did not stockpile this information. Well,
0: let me give you their mission. Please. You love it when I read these. Yeah, it's funny. The Belcourt Theater's mission is to engage, enrich, and educate. That's right. Through innovative film programming in our historic theater, historic, our community, and beyond. Beyond. History. Are you ready? The Belcourt Theater is a, you guessed it, unique nashville treasure with a vibrant historic past and deep roots in the community actually i've been drinking i don't want to read all this but we will drop it's 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 a lot it's a
1: historic building it's an independent movie theater in nashville
0: and for a little personal history what you want to listen to um when i would visit liberty in nashville i watch a lot of criterion channel as you may I have noticed. And as they, you might
1: have guessed,
0: as you might have guessed, and they do the Art House America Presents, which is just like all these art house movie theaters across America. Good, good title, right? And they do, they did this one episode on the Bell court in Nashville. And I was like, holy shit. And I looked it up and I was at Liberty's and it was like three miles down the street. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. And pretty much near, right near her campus where she went to school. And even though I've only been there twice and both times I saw movies that I really did not like, doesn't do the theater. It's a great sure. theater. Uh, they renovated it about five years ago. I think they did a whole new space, maybe. Um, but they kind of like moved it down the street or they either like added on. But it's a wonderful theater. They do a lot of programming or not programming. They do a lot of group work with um, – teens wanting to get in a film which i always love big soft spot for that yeah and they program really 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 good independent movies so it's wonderful uh right in the heart of nashville i love it so Belcourt theater
1: hell yeah yeah next time you're in nashville for a bachelorette party because we know that's why you're going to
0: nashville go watch go Art watch House a classic watch a little david yeah. lynch wear your bachelorette Nurse that hangover yes yeah get down let's do it
1: little matinee movie for you. That sounds great. Yeah. I've never been to Nashville, but if we ever go...
0: We'll go to the Belcourt Theater. That sounds great. All right. Hell yeah. Shall we send it off?
1: I think so.
0: Okay. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to Brewies. If you liked what you heard, you can subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, feel free to argue with us in the comments of our social media on Instagram at Brewies underscore show. And next week we're watching... Magnolia.